0: You're listening to the Big Show with Rusick and Rose. And now, Kane, shoots, trickling puck Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from net. That was going in. In tight, Goberto trying to go back into forehand. They score on the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah! Baby! Sportsnet
1: 960, the fan. Good morning. It's Wednesday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Lots to discuss today. Lots. Mark Spector. Sportsnet.ca covers the Oilers. Lots of trade talk surrounding our quote-unquote friends to the north. We'll get Specs thoughts. The franchise, Eric Francis, 8 o'clock on the Calgary Flames. We'll see if something's irking Eric as well. And uh, Amanda Rose, 830, golf analyst. Talk about the Genesis Open at the Riv. Eldrick Taunt Woods, a.k.a. Tiger Woods, back. Should be a big weekend of golf. Thanks, Tiger, for coming back on the first Sunday without football. Matt and good morning, Maddie Rose. Um so, do you think do you think Tiger makes the
0: cut? I've been going back and forth on this. I don't think so. Uh I love that kind of clip he had yesterday about, you know, being asked about kind of a competitive nature and him talking about you know, I'm not here just to kinda make a public appearance. Yeah. But in the same breath, I don't know if we see him play into Sunday.
1: Did anybody ask him if he's driving himself cuz I would oh. like please tiger don't do that anymore.
0: Don't I um I don't think they did.
1: Okay, don't do it, Tiger. <laughs> Especially what this is the place where he got that horrific accident that essentially could have took his life. Which was super serious. Apparently the um the the Genesis car he was driving had so many airbags that that saved his life. Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah, he was cooking yeah, nice little yeah. Uh, nice little plug for Genesis. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I'm
1: I'm actually excited to watch the golf. I, I want because and he's playing with Rory. Oh and, yeah, uh, he's playing with Rory, and I want to say, is it Speed? No, Thomas. It's Tiger, Thomas, and Rory this weekend as a Thursday, Friday as a threesome.
0: It's not bad. That'll be a lot of fun to watch. Like. like I'm really yeah. excited for this, uh, I believe PGL is the acronym for it, but this virtual league that Tiger and Rory are doing together, and they just signed a couple of new guys yesterday, but I'm excited for that. And any time that these two guys play together, I feel like they bring out the best in each other, Yeah, and that's going to be fun to watch.
1: Well, I just hope Tiger can walk the course, because that's what it is. That's Apparently,
0: the big... he hasn't walked four days straight yet this year. Was another thing you said yesterday.
1: Well, this is, and again, this is his first PGA Tour action outside of a major in a couple years, and this, this is all for him to gear towards the Masters in April, to get himself ready for the Masters, because if he can actually walk it, he's a dark horse to win the whole damn thing. He knows Augusta National inside and out, and we know the magical 2019 run where he won it, and I don't... You want to talk about in 2019, it was already the biggest sports story of the year. Imagine if he actually won the Masters this year, what that would mean. Oh, it'd be huge. Even watching um, some of the, uh, the, the golf with his son, Charlie, like when he was turning it on being old school Tiger Woods, like he was dialed in, like the irons were dialed in, the short game was dialed in and the putts were dialed in um that one stat that came out during his birthday late january is just is just amazing from a three-year span in the early 2000s he had over 1256 putts i believe from three feet in and he only missed three of them (laughs) wouldn't that be nice wouldn't that be nice could you imagine that'd be lovely i'd enjoy that a lot like even even if you're a member at a golf course and you play the same course every day and you're super hardcore, there's no way you're only missing three of 1,256 <laughs> three-footers. That's a lot. But, but he was doing it around the world on different grasses, different surfaces. Like It's just absurd. And uh, I a lot of Tiger Woods talk right here. We'll talk to Amanda Rose. Um, but I wanted to ask both of you this. Patrick Dumas, uh, intern John's with us again. Our man Alex Brody's back from his one day virus. I'm glad he's back and healthy, ready to go. Um is there a more valuable piece of sports equipment on the planet than Tigers Scotty Cameron? Because I don't think there is.
0: Um hmm. more valuable like financially stick? or like more valuable yeah. as like to to his craft?
1: See, well, probably both. Like, the stick that Ovechkin will score and eventually break Wayne Gretzky's record would not be worth more than the Tiger Woods mm. OG Scotty Cameron that he's won pretty much almost every major except, I think, two with.
0: It's got to be up there. Like, the thing about golf, too, is it's priceless. because it is such a, um, a hoity-toity sport, like, you got to imagine that the people with, A lot of money who love the sport would be willing to pay for something like that. I'm just trying to think of other things that have been extremely valuable over the years. Like the most recent one that we saw, obviously, would have been Aaron Judge's home run ball. And that went for, what, a tidy $1.5 million? This would blow that out of the water. I think it would. Just trying to have to
1: be some sort of incredible record, right? Yeah, like even the even the bat he hit it with. That's whatever. Patrick, could, any thoughts?
0: Maybe the the the
2: longevity of the use of it, it. It makes it almost super special. I was thinking like LeBron's shoes for breaking the Kareem's mm, record. Yeah, sure,
0: that's a good one. Um, yep, that. Uh, hmm. Who scored the game winner in in '93 as the Habs won the cup?
1: Uh, oh, their stick, maybe?
0: Uh, Canadians won 4-1. Oh, Kirk Muller! Meh. There he go. Maybe Kirk Muller's stick? Yeah, That'd be. Go look at that Prob- goal. Probably should have known that one. But uh, maybe his stick? The last time a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup? Would that be up there?
2: That's a good piece of trivia. That's,
0: that's more of a, a Canadian one. So... Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's gloves from his final game, from his final Maybe. Super Bowl performance.
1: Yeah. F- 14 majors <laughs> um, for Tiger Woods with that Scotty Cameron. And it's the it's the same putter he used for 14 years. It wasn't like a new Scotty Cameron or anything. Um, Just a Scotty Cameron signed by Tiger Woods sold at auction for more than 300 grand.
0: Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting, especially. But if again,
1: it, I I yeah. really like maybe the boots uh, Messi used to win the World Cup.
0: Yeah, that's a a global scale. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of big buyers involved with that but one. But
1: I I really like that that thing is priceless, and it just reminds me like where where does Tiger obviously he flies private? I don't think he's. Are you
0: sure? You know, <laughs> I don't never, think he's he's, he's flying, flying the race with like, everybody on airplanes. He's got to do Tiger's, it whole bunch of layovers yeah. all the time yeah I don't, I don't think tiger took
1: three layovers to get to los angeles
0: what is it 1955
1: sitting sitting yeah he's, <laughs> he's Tiger's staring out the window at his golf travel bag making yeah. sure that they're taking care of it uh, you, you all know He's asking, You know, my Scotty's in there, right? Asking, the most valuable piece careful. of sports equipment in the world. Asking
0: for just those little blankets, those little tissue papers they give you to keep yourself yeah. warm.
1: <laughs> I, I'll never, I'll never forget. We Extra went to, pretzels. Uh, I'll never forget we went to Arizona. And uh, we brought our golf clubs, and we saw them loading it into the plane from the window, and they were just hucking. (laughs) Yeah, you're like this. this And we started laughing. Like handle with care. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, real.
0: real They they huck
1: those things in there. (laughs) Amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. I think I think it's right up there. The only other thing that we've got on the text line would be a pair of Jordan shoes from the finals. So, Which
1: one? His last one or his first one?
0: They just said finals. I would assume... Uh, that's a good question, actually. Which one do you think Which would be more valuable? More, I think it was last? probably the last one. 96. I think given, given everything with the last dance and how that's become such a... Um, it's been put up on such a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that that one would probably be more. But in reality, I don't know if they should be that different. Because the first one's pretty significant. It starts to you know, open yeah, the up the dynasty. dam, if you will.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that that putter is just
0: yeah. I'm I'm super excited to watch him golf. Like, here's the thing too. Like, I don't know what you're doing this afternoon, George, but I'm going to be mainlining golf because the Netflix documentary dropped today.
1: Oh, okay, cool. I uh, I want to watch that as well. I'm actually going to my nephew's hockey game this afternoon.
0: <gasps> oh, afternoon game for the lad. Yeah, that must be a big game. deal.
1: His high school game. That's so. fun going to do that uh this afternoon well, maybe you can
0: sneak and- in an episode before a little pre-nap
1: yeah I-, I could probably do that i definitely want to check that out i just uh read something that scotty cameron himself mm-hmm. predicts that that putter could go for 50 million oh dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh no
0: oh man that 50 is 50 mil <sighs> you know isn't it darren revel on twitter who does all of the yeah Memorabilia type of stuff. Yeah, he's a bit
1: of a Richard, though. Anyway, go ahead. i would... <laughs> okay. you seen him run.
0: Have I seen him run? No, yes. I haven't seen him Have run. Have seen run? No, I don't care what he looks like when he runs.
1: You should watch. You should watch videos of
0: him running. Well, how would I find a video of him running? He's a, like uh, a, a memorabilia he did guy. The, he did the combine did like a
1: forty. He? he did like a forty yard like dash. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah, he runs, how do I put this? Um, He runs like something is wedged in a certain part of his ah, body. Let's yeah, just yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> okay, I'm watching All right, those.
0: okay. I got a seven-second clip. I'm going to pull it up.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, not really quick out the gates. Ooh. And you know what, George? Yep. I don't think you could have been any more accurate Love it. with your yeah. assessment. Here's Darren Ravel running a 4.04
2: 20 yard dash at Nike HQ with Andomik and Sue watching.
0: <laughs> so, oh, okay, great. He did the same time that an NFLer would have it, in half the distance. Yes, nice. Wow. So I mean, anyway, he's a little Darren slow Revelle... out of the gates, but yeah. yeah, we need to find out. Hey, where does this land?
1: Well, uh, Amanda Rose is going to jump on later. We'll ask her. What do you think
0: the Scotty Cameron's worth? i'd I'd be very interested to find out does he keep it or does he just say you know what rather than rather than go to live why don't i just move this thing out and no problem
1: (laughs) there you go yeah yeah like that thing yeah he uh it's that's what i said that's why he has to like again just handling his golf clubs right like imagine being Tony Lacava. You you got to have those things under lock and key, right? Oh, who you cares gotta... about his who cares about his driver, his irons and his wedges? Who cares? He gets he gets a new set of irons like every 8 months or so, right? Who cares about that stuff? It's all done to his um just total specs, but that Scotty Cameron is the one that that's the most valuable golf club. You just can't lose. It's priceless. Like you just well, that can't go anywhere.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't go through nearly the same kind of mm, Rigors that a yeah of course that a driver or an iron would go through. How often yeah. are you bringing that thing up above your knees?
1: Yeah, not much. Um. Yeah. Here's that stat that I talked about. It was even better than I thought. Um. From 2002 to 2005, Tiger had um 1,543 putts from three feet and in. He only missed three. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No, like that is if you golf and you think about you know, the short ones and a lot of your buddies will give it to you, which makes you know
0: I just pick it up. I don't even ask.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, because you're so automatic with the plastic. Yeah, right. You, you should know just it. pick it up. Yeah. You are like Tiger Woods with the putter. Thanks. But even three putts from one thousand five hundred and forty three. <laughs> that is a miss rate listen to this, of .00194%.
0: He <laughs> can do it in his sleep. No problem. Yeah. Just got to get within three feet, and he's automatic. And I again, get within all different like six types six of inches. grass. You know, Poiana, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Bermuda, doesn't matter. He's out there drilling putts, which is just absolutely absurd. All right. Hey,
0: I got to ask you, did you see uh, what Stephen Ames won for winning in Morocco?
1: Yeah, didn't he? What did he? he I like you. I think he tweeted <laughs> it out to me. Let me see what he won. If you go to his own Stephen Ames, see it. yeah,
0: and he won a Moroccan dagger.
1: Yes, I'm looking. That's at what it you. Right now. That's what
0: you win when you win the Morocco tournament on the Champions Tour. Look at that thing! Is quite it has like jewels encrusted on it. Yeah. Oh, it's intense. It's awesome. And there's a little video of him just like holding it while he's drinking a beer and. Yeah, that's, that's a way to live. This thing's pretty the o- sweet. The
1: only thing missing from that thing is uh, is an autograph from American Idol's Randy Jackson. <laughs> it's the only thing missing from that thing.
0: Nice. It's a really good Brothers pull. I can really appreciate that. There's only one thank thing you. missing. I gotta say thank you. Thank There's you, There's only George. one thing uh, missing from that. All right. Um <laughs> it's Flames the only, have only the thing I had on
1: me. What's that? It's the only thing I had on me. Yeah, again, when you meet when you meet Randy Jackson, you have to get something you got to get his autograph. Yeah,
0: you're not going to get it signed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um
1: 28 games to go um for the Calgary Flames. Wanted do ask, ask uh ask, ask the old text line at 96960. Going to go around the room. And by the way, intern John's going to join us later with another crazy um calgary flame stat um intern let's put intern john on on the mic so far howdy howdy Uh, yo john morning
0: hello good morning
1: uh are you excited for your stat today do you got something cooked up for us did you think about this last night at all or no
0: yes i very much did okay i have a a good one for us
1: okay Uh, i'm looking forward to it in the eight o'clock hour thank you yeah no Um, problem uh you've been you've been a key member to the team through uh two days so uh, make sure you keep it up Oh, that's a lot of um, pressure. Your, uh, your, your, you looked up the, the fact that the Flames have carried a shutout into the third period twice this season, and again we we take your your research with a grain of salt, with all due respect.
0: Oh but no, apparently, absolutely. according to you,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, according to you, they've only done it twice, and now the Habs had a shutout last night. Yeah. So again, the Flames are on a very short list of NHL teams without a shutout this season. So, Maddie, this is my. Uh, This is my text topic today, 960-960. Sure. 28 games to go in the Calgary Flames season. Who needs to elevate their game more and why with 28 games to go? Markstrom or Huberto?
0: Hmm. I'm going to say... I have a tough one with this just because here's my here's my thought process out of the gate. Uh, I think Markstrom would be the easy answer, but the kind of caveat there is Dan Vladar has been a serviceable fill-in guy when Jacob Markstrom hasn't necessarily had it. So is it as important that he gets it going as Jonathan Huberto? But then on the other side of that, I do... Uh, <laughs> There's been things that I've started to like as things have settled in with this Cadre huberto pelche line. I would still think, as I think it over and talk it over, that I would go the Jonathan-Huberto route um, just because I do think that, you know, that one extra goal in each game would kind of help the Flames a lot when you look at the one-goal games, the overtime losses, all that type of stuff. You know, you score... If you get to four goals... I don't know if I don't know if you're you're allowing three in the final you know couple minutes of action against the Ottawa Senators. So I, I would probably go with Jonathan Huberto, but I could be convinced the other way. How about that?
1: Okay, um, producer Patrick, who's more? Who do they need more from? With 28 games to go here, Huberdeau or Markstrom? Uh, it's got to be Jonathan Huberto, I believe. Like it,
2: it just seems like like Markstrom. It is what it is. If he's going to fix it, great. But Jonathan Huberto is your big-ticket acquisition from the off season. The 10 goals, the 26 assists, that's whatever. But those 10 goals, man, he's just got to start shooting more. And I know it's just like the 12. He's got 12.5% uh, percent shooting percentage, so that's a little down. But it's only 1% down from where it was last year. Uh, like, he's just, he needs to be more, he's not shooting enough. He's only got 80 shots. Like, that's not enough. And he, he's just got to get. 54 the, games? Yeah. 80 shots in 54 games. <laughs> 51, I guess he's played, but still, mm. that's not enough. That, like for a guy that's going to be making ten and a half mil next year, I don't care if you're the best passer in the
0: game. You have to shoot the puck. Well, especially in a Sutter system, yeah. like the offense, where they're sh- they're shooting like 36 pucks a game. The on offense, nets. like to kind of sum it up in two words, would be organized chaos. Huh? Pucks on net, try and capitalize, and when you're only shooting. One and a half times per game. How are you helping contribute to that?
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's going to be on Jonathan Huberto because this is going to be just a messy offseason. If this, let's say he finishes this year with 15 goals, mm-hmm. like 40 assists maybe for 54 mm-hmm. points or something like that, you're going to be you're going in this offseason. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. we either missed the playoffs or we're a wild card and we're out in the first round. And now we got to get ready for 10.5 million to Jonathan Huberto. It's going to be a terrible terrible time for flames fans thinking that heading into next year um
1: 960 960 name and location Uh, we love to hear from you maybe we'll bust out some texty mctexterson at seven o'clock who do the flames need more from here with 28 games to go in their season uh desperately trying to get into the stanley cup playoffs jonathan huberto or jacob markstrom um before we get to the break and we get to the rose report with our Maddie Rose. Um, you had your Valentine's Day plans last night, Maddie?
0: I did, yeah.
1: Um, uh, did you love love last night?
0: I loved love. Yeah, it was really good. Went out for a nice yeah. dinner. Um, yeah. Bought a cake. Yeah, it was great. You bought a cake? Yeah. I um was short on ideas for gifts. There's a lovely little bakery next door down the street, yeah. so I just went and bought a cake. They had a whole bunch of Valentine's Day themed ones already ready to go. That was lovely. Did you get it personalized? No, I didn't. Going back to the poor planning, yeah. I just went in there and I was lucky they still had stock, frankly. Quick stop of the old Safeway, which is a way better flower selection than they should. Like, Shout out to them. Great job, but that was it. Wow. That was the... <laughs> cobbled it together. Slapped it to together us. the day of.
1: Feel free. Um, Love their poppy seed Danish at Safeway. Oh, that's good. Um, So um, I thought I can't now. Now I'm trying to remember which one of you guys. It's either you or Patrick who aren't fans of cake.
0: It's not me. I'll tell you that for free. Patrick,
1: is it you? No, I don't like pie. I like cake. I'm more of a cake guy. I don't like pie. You don't like pie. I knew it was one of those, (laughs) which is always stunning to me that nobody likes pie and or cake. One of two or both? they're both, both. delicious. Because oh. they're both delicious. Nah. Like, if I'm at an event where they have cake and pie, I'll be like, I'll have a slice of each. Because hey, I'm that guy.
0: I I I might not go with the pie, to be honest. Like, okay. it's kind of my second choice if there's mm-hmm. cake around. And also, okay. like, I don't think I can get through two slices at this point.
1: Come on, Matty. <laughs> With oh, all geez. due respect, with all due respect, I think he can make it. I think he can do it.
0: I'm trying to watch this uh, lovely figure, George. So
1: yeah, it is lovely. All right, <laughs> Thank uh, you. we got to get you a break because we've been super late for the Rose Report into the seven o'clock hour. But uh, lots of fun planned ahead. Uh, Mark Spector, uh, I'm gonna ask him. Please, 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 Edmonton trade for Eric Carlson. Please do it. I don't do know it.
0: if he's gonna agree, but I'm excited to ask him about it.
1: Yeah, because I really want them to do it, because that would be great for our show in general.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That'd be um, great. That'd be great. Um, so uh, Mark Spector on the Oilers, Eric Francis on the Flames, Amanda Rose on the Genesis coming up with Tiger Woods back in action. Uh, we'll see. We'll find out if something's irking Eric, which I appreciate. And uh, the text line, nine sixty nine sixty. Who do the Flames need more from with 28 games to go? Mark Sturm, Or Huberto, and we'll tell you about a couple super fans who love love. Oh, okay. I'm excited for this. But I just want to, and it's going to kind of dovetail into, like, something local I want to ask you guys about. All right, it's all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio at 730. Sportsnet.ca's Mark Spector will join us to talk about our friends from the North, the Edmonton Oilers, who definitely want to add to their blue line and all these Eric Carlson rumors swirling around trying to bust out the calculator to make it work. We'll talk to Mark Spector about that. The franchise, Eric Francis at 8 o'clock on the Calgary Flames, and we'll find out if something's irking. Eric and uh, golf analyst Amanda Rose at 8.30. I like that you say, if, yeah.
0: like we know there's going to be something, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, not that he's told us, but that would just be my my yeah. assumption. Well, he's the franchise. It's got to be something.
1: Yeah, um, and Amanda Rose, golf analyst at uh, eight thirty, going to join us. Um, tee up the Genesis, which has a a lot of extra sauce to mm. it this this week mm. with one Eldrick Taunt Woods, Tiger. Back at it. How many people do you think know uh, Tiger's real name? Um I like, think that's a Brody on the beat question this I, week. I didn't know his middle name was Taunt, but I did know yeah. his first name was Eldrick.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good point by you. It. Yeah. I think the that's same. a good
1: Brody on the beat this week. I think that's a pretty good Brody on the beat. <laughs> what do you think Tiger's re- what is Tiger Woods' real name? Uh Alex, do you think you could pronounce those names properly? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Taunt. I think uh Eldrick Zajak Woods. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, Words just hurt kidding. sometimes. I'm such a I'm such a Richard sometimes. I Yeah, do you think you, what do you think, Alex? Do you like that or no?
0: I like that. I think that could be a lot of fun. Just ask what, I don't think... what's Tiger's real name. I hope I'm intrigued to see who like knows like Oh, it's Tiger Woods. Like I I
2: hope Tiger got his nickname better way than Pac Man Jones got his nickname.
1: How to uh, you Google it. Okay. Okay. What, it's Do hilarious. you know why Tiger has his nickname? No, I don't. Well, apparently it's uh, one of his dad's uh, military buddies while he was fighting in Korea. Okay. And uh, he was so close to him, his nickname was Tiger, and oh. he named him kind of after him. Okay. I believe that's the story. See, that's a better story than Pac-Man. Okay, what's well now you have to tell me the Pac-Man story. Okay. Uh when
2: he when he was a little baby, uh he sucked on the teeth a little too much and uh called him Pac Man. That's what his mom called him. <laughs> oh, oh okay.
1: Yeah. That's at, at least it fact. stuck. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm just Pac-Man Jones. Okay, awesome. His real name's Adam, but nobody knows that. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was definitely Adam when he was getting arrested multiple times. So <laughs> it's definitely Adam.
0: That guy had a tough time with firearms. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, well, I think I think that could potentially be a good one. I don't know.
0: I like that. I like it. I'm. I'm or do we want
2: to keep a flames theme because he's going to do it at the game?
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll workshop. We'll it. ponder. Uh, he's going. Alex is going to be uh, at the dome Thursday night. We're going to move Brody in mm-hmm. the beat to Friday this week. He's going to be there Thursday, so have keep your head up for one Alex Brody and his Sportsnet 960 You're microphone. Bringing John with you, right?
0: Uh no, we hadn't figured that out yet oh, okay Oh, okay all right uh, i mean his no, dad's no pressure, already,
1: so no pressure john to go with alex for <laughs> brody on the beat i'm sure if you have plans on thursday now you're gonna feel awkward about not going with alex if you can't so it's fine
0: <laughs>
1: um it's time for the rose report Brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast.
0: Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and bloom. Gents, it was uh, quiet in Flamesland yesterday. I say we're uh, off, but we did have some NHL action to keep an eye on. CFL free agency opened up. Relatively quiet for the Stampeders, but some other notes to look at across the league, and we got some golf notes, so let's get into it. The Flames did have a day off, returning home from their four-game post-All-Star break roadie. They'll be back practicing at 10.30 this morning. The biggest thing to keep an eye on George would be the status of Rasmus Anderson. Yes. Uh, hit by a car prior to the Detroit game. After was listed as day to day. The team had said he had uh, had some minor injuries. He'd went to the hospital. He was discharged that night. So you had to believe that it wasn't too serious, especially with the day to day listing. But hasn't played in any action since. So we continue to wait and, and see if he's able to practice with his teammates later today. Yeah. Um, it, I think it's the, it's the.
1: It's definitely the most shocking injury of the season for the Calgary Flames. Yeah, for the Flames, for sure.
0: That Blake Wheeler one was pretty awful early on in the year. Um, But apart from that, I would say, yeah, for the Flames, without a doubt. Yeah.
1: Anytime a a car is involved in some sort of injury, it's not ideal. Like, I'm not a doctor, but I would say it's not ideal. And I thought he was going to be back for that game against the Senators. Because all the reports we heard... When all of a sudden that the news broke of the injury that he got hit by a car while on a scooter in Detroit was, oh, no, it's it's day to day. He should be good to go maybe by the end of this trip. And now I, I guess we'll see if he's skating today, which I hope he is, because obviously he's an enormous member of the Calgary Flames. And it's just one of the weirdest, like, injuries I think the Flames have probably ever had, like, Having a guy out after getting hit by a car, like I just, it's just so real, and I, and it's one of the weirdest things. It's not a groin, it's not a hip, it's not you know whatever. He got hit by a car, yeah, and I just hope he's back sooner than later because again, it's such a weird situation.
0: And the team needs him, right? You saw they they had to shorten up their defensive bench at the end of that game against Ottawa, and of course the two late goals. Daryl Sutter had talked about it a little bit post game, so getting him back in the lineup and kind of solidifying that defensive unit would be ideal. But yesterday, let's get into the busy nine-game slate. There were four Canadian teams in action, including the Canadiens battling the Blackhawks in a battle of bottom third-place team teams. Only one goal through 40 minutes of play, but it was an important one. You have Dadden off top of the right-wing circle. And now moves it to the left point to Jonathan Drouin, to the high slot. One shot by Barron, they score. So for Justin Barron, that's going to be his second goal in the season, unless one of the other Canadians got a stick in there. John Weideman on the Hawks radio network. It would be Barron's second goal of the year. Made it 1-0. The Canadiens buried three more in the third to win it 4-0. Three assists for Jonathan Drouin, and Jake Allen made 22 saves for his first shutout of the year. Thoughts, George, on the Habs getting a uh, win? The the first thing that, uh, well, number one, why do the Habs keep
1: winning? That's three straight now.
0: (laughs) They're a when wagon.
1: <laughs> look out! Yeah, when you're in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, it's time to start kidding Primo number two. Um, the even my my nephew and I talked about this last night. All of a sudden, the Flames now on a shorter list of teams who have yet to record a shutout this season because yep. the Habs got their first one last night.
0: Sure did, and only 22 saves for Jake Allen to get that first shutout of the year. The Senators were on the road battling the Islanders. Tim Stutzla kept up his red hot play. Four points against the Flames back on Monday. Had a beauty goal in regulation off the rush, beating um, Ilya Sorokin clean. Assists on Brady Kachuk's power play goal later. Also scored one of two shootout goals as the Senators win 3-2. Kevin Mandelees earned his first NHL win in his first NHL start. The 22-year-old stopped 46-48 of 48, uh, as uh, he also stopped both shootout attempts. As his club won, too. The, the Senators notching another victory as well. Look at them go. Hmm. Also saw the Jets welcome to Kraken to Winnipeg. This one also uh, quite a goalie performance. Philip Grubauer stopped 24 of 25 shots in the first 40 minutes. The Kraken taking a 2-1 lead into the final frame. Pierre-Luc Dubois had a puck deflect in to tie the game at 2 in the third period. Sent it to a shootout as well. Philip Grubauer could only stop one of three shots after making 38 of 40 saves in regulation. David Riddick earned the win for the Jets, stopping Mm. both Kraken shootout attempts in 27 of 29 during the game. And he wasn't even scheduled for the start. Hell, he shows up under the weather. So all all of a sudden, Davidson. So that's the the job of the backup goalie is to be ready and then give us a real good chance to win, which he's done every game he's played. He's been outstanding. David's a hard-working guy. He's a good teammate. And he's doing the job we need him to do. That's head coach Rick Bonus of the Jets talking about big save, Dave. 3-2 win for the Jets. Flames fans probably would have liked to see that one done in regulation being against the Kraken. But nevertheless, love to see Big Save Dave getting some love out in Winnipeg.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and again, you're right, it would have been better for a regulation win because Flames now five points back of the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the same amount of games played. And it just goes to show that Calgary leading the league in most one-goal games this season and most one-goal losses. Like, how many, even if you had, what, three of those overtime games back? Where they lost, maybe even two. It's a lot easier to make up uh, those points than they are right now. But again, we, we keep talking about this on this show. Oilers, four points on the Flames. Same games play. Kraken, five. Kings, six with a game in hand. Uh, we're still waiting for Vegas to slip back a little more. Mm-hmm. Still hanging by a thread here, leading the division with 68 points. But I still think like one of those teams the Flames will catch. They should be able to here. Am yeah. I being way too optimistic nope. about their chances here?
0: I don't disagree with you, but it is getting to the point where the Put loser points up? are starting to... Sure, yeah. And the loser points are starting to add up. Like, early on in the they year, are. it was like, oh, you know, here or there, it's fine, whatever. You'll find a way to make it work. And now it's getting to the point where you're like, oh, that's, that's what, nine, ten points that they've left on the table at this point? That's not ideal. Yep. Um, there was one other game that kind of relates to the Flames playoff races. The Avalanche were in action hosting the Lightning. Bolts won 5 0 when they met just a couple of weeks back, and it looked like it could go in the opposite direction. The Avalanche jumped out to a 2 0 lead. Nate McKinnon scored early in the second, but the Bolts were able to claw back. They tied the game at two, but then the Avalanche took the lead once again. Tampa wouldn't be denied. Trying to clear this, couldn't. Held in Perry left point. A pass looking for Nemestikov. He wins in the left circle. Cuts in front. Score! Nemestikov! A great effort by Vlad Nemestikov. And the Lightning have tied it again. It's 3-3 with 15.50 left. A beauty diving goal for Vlad Nemestikov. Tied the game at three. It would go through the rest of regulation and overtime without a goal. Steven Stamkos the only goal in the shootout. The Bolts come from behind to win 4-3. But much like we said about the Jets... You would have liked to see that one done in regulation. (laughs) Elsewhere, the Hurricanes and Capitals in a Metro Division clash. Alex Ovechkin not playing in this one. The Capitals announcing earlier in the morning he would take a leave of absence to attend to a family matter and the health of a loved one and also not expected to be back for the rest of the week. In the game, Freddie Anderson would stop 34 of 36 shots for the Hurricanes. They snuck out a 3-2 win in regulation. A power play goal for Stefan Nosen. Uh, late in the game ends up being your game winner there. Also at the Blue Jackets hosting the Devils. Columbus taking a page out of Arizona's tanking playbook. They're sitting Vladislav Gavrikov, Gavrikov, the defenseman for trade reasons. Despite that, the Jackets were in this game, tied (laughs) at two until the dying stages of the third.
2: Now Marchenko with 14 to go, races across the line.
0: His pass picked off by Boquist. Banks it up ahead for Pollott. Time still for the Devils. Here's Pollott. Now to McLeod. Moves in, cuts to his right in deep centers, and they score! Ryan Graves scores with 1.4 showing on the <laughs> clock. <laughs> Who's that? Matt Laughlin and just a, just a smidge of Chico Resh. <laughs> <laughs> On Are you sure that's Chico Rush? I believe it is. He does the color for the Devils this year. On the radio, not the TV side? Mm, Let me double check, but I'm pretty sure.
1: All right, whatever. Uh, Good for the Devils. Uh, Notching up wins here without Jack Hughes, whose injury came out of nowhere too that upper body injury. Just real quick on Tampa and Colorado.
0: Ken Danico does the color on TV, so it was Chico Rush.
1: Okay, cool. (laughs) So real quick on the... um, on the, uh, the Lightning, uh, they've now passed sure. the Leafs for second in that division.
0: Yeah, that's kind of wild.
1: Yeah, good luck to the Leafs if they don't have home ice in the first round against the Bolts.
0: Here's my take on that. I don't know if the Leafs want to play Game 7 in At Toronto. Okay, I think what there's does it too much pressure. They've
1: blown Game 7s on the road, too. It doesn't
0: matter. No, I, I guess, but I, my point being... I really don't think home ice advantage in that series is going to matter that much. Okay. Just because I don't That's think fair. the Leafs crowd is... They're they are so nervous in the playoffs compared to uplifting like some other fan bases are. I think it would just be better yeah. for them to get out on the road and not have to worry about all the stresses of... Now, granted, you're still going to deal with the traveling Toronto media, but to me... I don't know. I just think okay. Watching two, last two year. things on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Two things on that. Sure. The Toronto media is soft as butter in the hot sun. They don't ask tough questions to but the it, team. It's tedious. They're just yeah. It is no. That's hundred percent fair. It is tedious because there's a lot of them. But it's like no They're all getting trying to get, in get in a different
0: grill. angle, and all the angles are not worth the player's time. So like it's super yeah. tedious for them, right? Um. Do you
1: and Patrick want to hear uh, a very? Uh, Maybe uh, something, a, a rumor that's going to anger the both of you right now, sure. that I heard on Toronto radio yesterday. Sure, okay. <laughs> you guys ready? Mm, I'd love so it. So apparently, according to this Toronto um, host, sportscaster, former player, he said there's two teams Patrick Kane will only play for: the Rangers and the Leafs.
2: That doesn't bother me. That doesn't
1: surprise me that, that makes much. Sense.
2: I knew the Rangers, and it, it... it
1: would make really. It makes sense. You think? They're, him going to the Leafs makes sense.
2: They're a contender. They're 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 a hot commodity. It's a big market. Pat Kane loves big markets. It feels like he doesn't want to go to Buffalo. He doesn't want to go small town. He loves New York. He loves Chicago. Ike would fit in well there in Toronto. He
0: wants to play for a contender mm-hmm. without having to be the guy. And he be- won't be the guy because there. Because he won't be the guy He'd be there. he third or fourth. Yeah, it'd be like when Taylor Hall went to the Boston Bruins a yeah. couple of years back. It's a nice piece to add and helps mm-hmm. you out, but he's not going to be the guy there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not the most surprising thing. You know, it would be surprising to me if he re-signed in Toronto. Yeah. That would surprise me. But if he's thinking yeah, about a one-year cup run... I don't think that that that's not the most shocking thing for me.
1: Um, don't diminish uh, the B-low. I think he could potentially sign there as a free agent.
0: Sure, I could see it. It, it would all depend on what the cost is, right? How many? Yeah, because how many eight million dollar players can you have on a team?
1: Because he's a guy that uh, he loves Buffalo. He's from there. I think that would be a piece the Sabers. Because obviously goaltending has been an issue, but. Mm-hmm. Uka Pekaluca Love just I just love saying that Uka. name. Uka um, he's, uh, yeah, he's starting to emerge as a number one goaltender, although uh, if you watch his performance against against the flames, you're like, what are you talking about? That guy can't stop the moon if it was shot at him, <laughs> in the words of Matt Marchese from yesterday. But yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if Pat Kane ends up in Buffalo somehow, some way during his career. But playing for the Leafs, I'm like, huh. I I'm very skeptical over that move and if he would he would okay that trade i just am like i the leafs just doesn't seem a place for me for patrick kane because i don't think toronto's gonna pay that price anyway
0: all right go ahead sorry i don't know what the price would be yeah Anyways, uh, we were talking about the Devils. Matthew Nyes
1: is apparently the best college player who ever lived, if you listen to Toronto media. Yeah. So go ahead. Great. Yeah. Yeah. He's, sure. yeah, he's the greatest player ever. Yeah. So never trade
0: that guy. And Matt Coronado's already team. signed with another team, if you want to believe the big fans here in town. Anyways, yeah. that's uh, college athletes. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Devils did skate to a, a 3-2 result. The Devils win it late. And, and really, George, is a win-win for both teams. The Devils get their points. Uh, they don't have to play extra hockey. Uh, well, Columbus, they get to play in a competitive game. You make a learning mistake there for Kirill Marchenko, a, a teaching point, and at the end you don't get any points. So that helps with the draft yep. lottery, right? Like it's, I, I see this as an absolute win. It's an absolute win, George. Yeah. Um,
1: like why? And I like this notion. Even my 17-year-old nephew mentioned this yesterday, and then I had to correct him. This notion that if Connor Bedard goes to Columbus or Arizona, that helps those markets. Like, it doesn't. Like, you'll maybe get a bit of a bump in people coming to the games. But you think Connor Bedard in the States is going to draw more eyes to the Columbus Blue Jackets? You think if Connor Bedard is lighting it up for the Jackets with Johnny Goudreau, that they're going to be on NBC on noon on Sunday?
0: Probably like not. ESPN.
1: I mean, ABC. That's what I mean. Like that helps nobody if Connor Bedard goes to one of those cities. Please, please don't go there. Like if he goes to Arizona and has to play in a junior hockey rink for the next couple years as they try to
0: cobble together a deal for a new arena, it's smaller than most junior rinks. But your point yeah, is exactly.
1: Hard. But like that—that's what I mean. Like people think that oh no, the the uh, Bedard needs to go to help those markets. Does he really give them that much of a bump? Really? Mm. Do, do people really care, or is it better for the league if he goes to Montreal or Chicago?
0: Because it is. I don't think anyone's denying that. I just think through the value of the lottery, it's going to. You know, I I've said it already for the last couple of weeks. Like I'm fired up for draft lottery night, and that's usually one that brings up PTSD <laughs> memories for me. But yeah, because this the year, Oilers always win it. Well, yeah, 2015 in particular was not great. But yeah. Yeah, there's other ones that, you know, this this is going to be a big one because... And it, and I was thinking about this the other day, too, and I want to get Bukala or, or Sammy Cosentino on soon, but, you know, Bedard is the one guy at the top. I'm more interested on what's going to happen two to five. You know, I, I'm interested mm. at who's going to win the lottery, but as soon as we know the order, then it's who's going two to five because we've heard so much about the top end of this draft. It's not just Bedard. He's the guy at the very top. But it's you know two to twelve that is also yeah. loaded with and frankly, well, all offensive players. Like there's not a lot of defensemen on many lists ahead of fifteen.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. I know Sammy Cause was on our show and he said what the top eight are like franchise yeah. changing type of players.
0: Yeah. People believe that like the top eight are like bona fide, can't miss first line players. It's gonna be fun to watch. That is for sure. We gotta rip through a few more here, Georgie. Um, As we're getting all sorts of tangents in this one, but uh, that's fine. Panthers and Blues, solid outing for Jordan Bennington. The Blues net minor top 34 36. Braden Shen, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, Ivan Barbashev, all at multi point efforts. The Blues beat the Cats 6 2. Bruins and Stars in a heavyweight tilt. Uh, this game needed overtime. What a great call. Pastorak drops it to McAvoy, closes Pastorak! <laughs> Yeah, okay. Jack Michaels with a call on Nesson on the TV side. 39th goal of the season for Pasternak. The Bruins come from behind to take a 3-2 win over the Stars. Stars!
1: (sighs) Front of the show, Jack Edwards. Hell yeah. Why do you got a rip on him? Um,
0: Because... That's why. Uh, Penguins and Sharks. Jake Gensel scored twice. Ricard Raquel and Sidney Crosby both added three points each. While Casey DeSmith stopped 38 of 39 shots in a 3-1 win for the Penguins. Tonight, six game slate. Oilers and Red Wings. Detroit will be in Calgary the following night. Puck drop tonight at 7.30. Canucks in action. They host the Rangers. That goes at 8. Blackhawks in Toronto to battle the Leafs at 5. Colorado Avalanche and Minnesota Wild battle in a key Central Division clash. The third and... Fourth place teams in the Central meet for the second time this season. Colorado won the first meeting back in October. We also have the Coyotes host the Lightning and the Sabres visit the Ducks. Raptors were in action, played their final game before the All-Star yeah. break yesterday. taking on the Magic. You ready, George? Let's do it. Uh,
1: last night, you can call it the yakup
0: Purtle game. Nice. Toronto's
1: new addition scored 30 points as the Raptors dumped the Magic, 123-113. Raptors shot a scorching from the field. And at Pascal Siakam adding 26 points. Scotty Barnes scored 17. Van Vliet had 10 points in a season high. 15 assists. And Precious Mm Surchua had 11.
0: Good for Precious. 11 and... Do you really want to know? Yeah, I do. 13 rebounds. Nice. That's actually a lot of rebounds.
1: Yeah, it's a solid double-double for Precious. But Yakup racking up 30 points. Pascal Siakam saying I bet on us. I got this. Raptors uh, now twenty eight and thirty one on the season.
0: Got this email yesterday. Uh, Jakob Pertle and the Raptors win thirty points, six blocks, and went fifteen for seventeen for eighty eight percent from the field. That's Fourth player since 1973-74 to reach these thresholds. Oh wow! And the first
2: player since Al Jefferson in twenty fourteen to get thirty plus points without making a free throw or a three point shot.
0: There, how about that for some NBA stats, George? How about that? I love it. Um, also wanted to mention this it was the final game before the all-star break the all-star game itself goes Sunday Team LeBron against team Giannis and a draft to determine the teams right before the game itself Which I love the idea of the draft before the all-star game because who will forget when Ovi wanted a car back in 2015. I want to be last I need, I, I need a car so bad like that I need it. I Think you might get it Thanks God Mm.
1: Hey, I'm so looking how forward dare to that. somebody in the NHL show some personality. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel it. Hey, you know him. who should host if they do a, an NHL uh, All-Star Draft again? What? PK, cuz it's a lot easier to do than
0: anyway. As All we right, get s- <laughs> nice. As we get but set right. for the Genesis Invitational, and the return of Tiger Woods to tournament play, live golf out here trying to make some noise, uh, they dropped an electric trailer. Uh, great oh, to man. see they're uh, they're getting kids involved as well. Don't forget the Fireballs, the most passionate, best-looking guys in the league. So there's the Fireballs. Uh, that the that's Sergio joined. Garcia. That was Sergio Garcia. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what other team names do we have in here for? Our, how about this one?
1: One word, Ironheads. I think that's
0: two words.
1: Cliques, that's
0: one word. Yeah, Ironheads and Cliques. Mm, cliques. Yeah. yeah, we got that. Um, we're the Crushers, and we're called that for a reason. Guess why Bryson's team is called the Crushers? Ah, uh, because
1: they because they hit
0: it far. Because they crush balls. Commit to rip, a kid. Because
2: drives up for Commit show. Rip and puts for dough.
0: Drives up for show and puts for dough. It's a ripper, bud. In the end.
1: Let me think about
0: it. Let me think about it. That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh They're was gonna she announce thinking her...
1: about that money that was used to fund 9/11. Was she thinking about that? Let me think about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um uh, they're gonna announce their team well, it got real there for a second yeah yeah that ain't was, wrong well that's not nearly
0: <laughs> as fun and jovial um no no it's not uh, not as fun as
1: jovial as bubba watson's kid the rain i'm a son my son,
0: my son, son is, four aces was, uh, with an aces t and i knew i knew i had to go to live <laughs> uh george you're gonna be able to find out which team matthew wolf plays for today who are you hoping he lands on? The Range Goats? Uh, you know the what? High Flyers? The Crushers? The Cliques? What are you hoping? I hope he goes on Team Smash with... Um... Bruxy? Yeah. Let me think That's about the one it. That's I hope. Let me think about it. <laughs> My son. My son.
1: <laughs> a PGA note. He had an Aces T and then I knew. <laughs> what a I knew I had to go stupid. play for live. I knew I had to go take that blood money from the Saudis. That was 80 to $100 million. Cause my son was playing with an Aces team. Yeah, he said, son, it doesn't matter if you want to get money You're that's just dripping bumps. in blood. <laughs> you take it, son, cause you love the Aces. Uh, I'm gonna still have my pink driver because I support uh, great causes like no. breast cancer awareness. Yeah. But then I'm gonna take tons of blood
0: money, son. I love the Aces. It. Yeah, let me think about it. Uh, PGA yeah, yeah. note, it does sound like Xander uh, Shelfly and Justin Rose are joining Rory and Tiger's Virtual League as well, which yeah. would uh, continue to keep them away from Liv. Uh, there had been some rumors about Xander perhaps leaving. All of that mm. plus full swing debuts today. Uh, it actually dropped at midnight, so you can go and watch that right now. Uh, you may be calling sick. Right now, you can watch the whole thing in the morning. Call, Ugh, do, a, really sick. do a little half day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna watch that tonight. I'm gonna do it. I can't wait to dive in. Are after they the are, show. are they all episodes. They're not weekly.
2: It's all in there right now.
0: I think they're all in there right now. It's Netflix. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna dive in. Uh, <laughs> was, that,
1: was that was that a dive in? yeah That Sounds was nice. that was Ooh. awesome. My Local, lo-
0: is Bubba, is Bubba in that one? Anyway, <laughs> oh, go ahead. He's in the pool. All right, locally. You can play DN, give me a call. If you can play DN, give Dave Dickinson a call, but not anymore because he ah. got his DN yesterday. He signed Julian Houser, Uh formerly with the Cats, seven sacks in 2022. He was an East Division All-Star, uh, 30 years old. Uh, Dave Dickinson had this to say via a email. Uh, PR Patricia.
2: Julian is a hard-nosed and versatile player. He's always played very well against us, and we we're happy to bring him to the red and white. With the addition of Julian and James Vauders and the return of our veterans, our defensive line has the potential to cause problems for the opposition.
0: Ah, potential to cause problems. That's what you want to hear. Mm. Uh, apart from that, not a whole lot to report as far as the Stamps go. Uh, Stefan Banks signed with the Riders, as did receiver Sean Bain. Falera and Arumalade went to the Argos. Jameer Thurman went to the Ticats. And JV and Elliott also went to the Ticats. Still wondering if there's a possibility of Darnell Sankey reuniting with the Stampeders, as uh, they do have a whole middle linebacker. Yeah,
1: go ahead. So for somebody like me who, and again, full disclosure, uh, I I don't really have my finger on the pulse of the Canadian Football League like you do. Yeah. So just for layman's terms, for Mm -hmm. knuckleheads and simpletons like myself... What grade would you give the Stampeders through one day of official CFL free agency?
0: Hmm, they didn't miss out on any of the players that I'm still intrigued by. I would say I'd give them a like a B plus. I didn't okay. expect a lot to happen. They didn't do a lot, but I really like the guy that they added. Keeping Cam Judge in.
2: In camp, away from the NFL. I know he might have had some NFL workouts, didn't work out. But yeah. keeping those guys, I mean,
0: losing Arumalade, losing Thurman, Thurman. that's
2: going to really, really suck. Go get some receivers now. That would probably be the next
0: My day. biggest question is, are they going to go and get a receiver? And we saw a whole bunch of them sign. Yeah, and Edmonton. and are they going to get someone to play middle linebacker? Like a Henock, Mwamba, Alway. Um, I mentioned Darnell Sankey already. I'd be really intrigued if there's a... a a reunion possible there. But yeah, they had a they had a solid first day. They weren't nearly as busy okay. as some other teams, but I don't think that they needed to be because they did a lot of good work leading up to free agency opening. They only had twelve players that were going to free agency. And I think one of them had retired in Marcellus branch. Um, so yeah, th- this is kind of exactly what was expected. Um, Wranglers faced the Canucks at home yesterday. No love lost to the dome. Actually no fights yesterday, but plenty of penalties still. Dustin Wolf stopped 29 of 30 shots in a first star performance. The Wranglers took a four, one victory over the Canucks tonight. It's seven o'clock. Uh, they will rematch at the Dome, and the Hitman back in action tonight as well has not been a great run for Calgary. Oh, six and 3 in their last nine games, only 16 games left in the regular season, so points are at a premium. They're seventh in the Eastern Conference, which would get them into the playoffs, but also see them face either a Winnipeg or Red Deer in the first round, which you really don't want to do. Uh, they only have a slight cush- cushion on ninth-place Swift-Current Broncos, only two points ahead This is game four of a five game road trip for Calgary. Seven o'clock in Lethbridge. We're going to have it for you right here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan.
2: And good night and good luck to you, sir.
1: Uh, Great work, uh, Matt Rose. And the Rose Report (laughs) is. My son, and a great role, a great work uh, by you, Matty Rose. Uh, brought to you by Motorworks. That Rose Report. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by ten percent on Fifty First Avenue, Third Street Southeast. All right, straight ahead. Uh, text question nine sixty nine sixty. Who needs to elevate their game more with twenty eight games to go? Markstrom or Huberto? Nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. We'll talk to Mark Spector, who covers the Oilers for Sportsnet.ca, the franchise, Eric Francis at 8 o'clock. Amanda Rose on Tiger back at the Riv in the Genesis Open. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan.